The countdown starts. Four, three, two, one. This is Rachel, and welcome to the podcast version of Competition Countdown. Next up, I am so excited to be sitting down with UC Berkeley's Dilse, who are competing again in All-American of Oz, which is what this special is all about this weekend. So welcome to Dilse. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. We're really happy to be on. Thank you. And I would love to talk about your decision to compete this year and what was it I, I know Dilsey has competed in Avaz before and in in sort of the the regional competitions and I wonder was it something that you all do every year or does it require discussion yeah that's a great question so every year we honestly love competing like in a regular year because honestly competing gives us an opportunity to learn and only be better I think it makes us better musicians like we learn so much from the other teams especially in this specific circumstance because it's really like this fusion of Indian music, Indian classical music, as well as Western music, you know? So we really like take it as a learning opportunity. And like, I think we grow a lot from it. And specifically this year, I think we had all of these ideas like at the end of last year that we wanted to execute throughout this year. And I think the pandemic really threw a wrench in that. So I guess we saw it as like two options. We could either postpone like all these ideas that we had until someday when the pandemic is over and we can meet up in person, or, you know, we can do something about it execute it and turn it into something you know and we're really grateful like for the circuit especially this year because there's so many things that we learn how to do for example how to mix and video mm -hmm. edit it and I don't think we would have had that or we definitely wouldn't have put in as much effort had there not be like a competition setting so yeah we're really really thankful you know at the end of this year like regardless of the result we'll have four music videos as well as four arrangements that are mixed and video edited so we're really, really happy with that. Yeah. I wonder what was for you all the most challenging part of this format of the competition since it's so different than previous formats? Yeah. So I think one of the most challenging things is trying to like practice and learn arrangements and make them better because when we, we hold practices virtually two times a week this year, but during those practices, since it's virtual and there's like lag is always an issue, we can't sing together and we have to only like take turns and kind of like sing individually one by one and like make corrections to parts. And it just makes it the learning process like inherently slower mm -hmm. and also makes it more difficult to catch mistakes and fix things and also pick up from hearing other people sing and like learn from hearing others. So that's, I think, definitely the most challenging part. It just requires a lot more diligence on our behalf planning exactly how we want to approach practices and when we want to get stuff ready to record for these competitions kind of running them through like a set of I don't know like safety nets in terms of like having mm -hmm. multiple different people listen to every person's part so that we can you know make sure that everything's where it needs to be yeah I wonder in terms of choosing the actual songs that you chose to compete with was it a different decision than you might if you had competed in person yeah uh, definitely it was because one of the things we had to work around with the virtual format is because a lot of our sets had to be were virtually cut in half time-wise so mm. we had to especially in a, in the Indian circuit like fusion is a big part and and communicating all the different because Indian music is 
has such a wide range. So us communicating that we can do all of it was definitely an emphasis given that we only had three minutes-ish in, in both of our competitions. So that definitely played it a much bigger factor because we only had one song rather than three to communicate what we could do as a team. So that was definitely something that weighed, weighed heavier on our minds when we were deciding our competitions. Which I guess put more weight on the your ultimate song choice. So I wonder how you decided. Yeah. Do you mean for the, the submission for this? Yeah, this one, it, it was funny because we went into deciding like it was it was going to be because when you record a song it's a really big commitment because rather than a live performance where you just do it once it's it's done committing to recording a song is a really big process and it and it's going to be there for a long time. So we went in really nervous about making the decision, but it really happened organically. We really felt like this arrangement, Mehuna, was was a classic. It, it is a classic song. It, it's something that's beloved by so many people. And, and we really were drawn to that aspect. And the arrangement itself is really great. It, it's so complex. And it was really hard not to choose that as, as our submission. Yeah. What about the video aspect? I wonder if you can talk a little bit about what that was like for you, because I, I imagine that that was maybe a skill that wasn't as available to you as it might have been as other skills re regarding recording music. Yeah, so to be honest, at the beginning of this year, so I handle the video editing on the team now. And at the beginning of the year, I honestly had very little experience. The most experience I have is with like doing high school projects, you know, so like stepping up from that to this is a huge thing. So there is definitely a learning curve, learning how to use, for example, like Premiere Pro and like what transitions to use and just video recording guidelines, like what aesthetic works best, how to convey something throughout like a video, right? Because one thing with recording videos is like you have the power to like you have visual power to convey something right so yeah. it's really you learn a lot by like recording multiple videos I guess like for example like the first videos that I put out were you know just strictly grid videos and what to start but you know once you see that video you can realize how much more you can do it and especially for A3 this year like um, able to incorporate a storyline kind of in our videos really really cool like something that I think wouldn't have translated as well live so I think it's really been a learning curve and we've been able to learn a lot learn from our mistakes in the past and that's what I think is going to enhance our performance as well video wise yeah I mean you bring up a really good point which I wanted to touch a little bit deeper on about how your choreography or your choice of visual presentation is broader when you have a video presentation versus a stage and I wonder how you chose to take advantage of that yeah, that's a great question. Honestly, like I said, like that has also been a learning curve, you know, because with a video, like you're able to rearrange the videos in a way, I guess, time your videos and kind of like incorporate everyone. For example, at the beginning of the year, I really thought like when you make a video, you include everyone in the backs at all times, right? Regardless of who's singing, but it takes experience to like, I guess, like over time and learning to see what videos to focus on, like how to align your video with the audio, what parts to bring out in the video, how to change things up have variety as well as the people recording the videos right just a smile goes like such a long way and i think that took us a while to realize as well how to convey those emotions best in our video yeah well now that you have some of these skills i wonder does it change your discussions about what they'll say does in the future since you now have more options in front of you about what you can do yeah Definitely. I think I speak for all the teams that we didn't expect this to be our competitive year going into fall semester, but it's really opened our eyes to a lot of the things we can do as a team because leaving this year, we're going to have what, say, five or six 
well-mixed recorded pieces that we can something to uh, remember the year by and it's something that we can be proud of and, and tangibly show people so i think it's definitely opened our eyes because previously i would say that it's really impossible to create a good quality of sound recording without paying a bunch of money to go to a recording studio without paying a bunch of money to have it professionally mixed and mastered which i mean obviously helps but we've learned a few things along the way as well so we're, we're happy with the new options that were presented and we're definitely going to be looking into recording more in the future as well as we're almost gearing up to release an ep that we recorded so that's exciting so. very exciting well with all of that work that you guys are putting into everything that you have going on we're so grateful you took some time to speak with us thank you so much no problem it was really nice being on that was UC Berkeley's Dilse, who are competing in All-American of Oz. We are going to be hearing them do Mehuna by Sonu Nigam and Shreya Goshal. The soloists are Sharon Raghavan and Sanjaya Sagani. The arranger is Sharon Raghavan and the vocal percussionist is Sharon Raghavan. Here is Dilse with Mehuna. That's it for this week's edition of Competition Countdown. Tune in again next week for all the latest in acapella competition news, only on Acaville Radio. The count goes on. Four, three, two, one.